Game Boys. Hey there, Internet. Welcome to another episode of the Game Boys podcast. My name is Lux and I am your host. With me as always, he just finished hacking the planet. It's Griffin Davis. Yeah, man. Uh, hackers, dude. That's still a thing. It's a gra- I literally just watched it on the big screen. Uh, like two weeks ago. Oh, really? Where? Uh, fourth tap. My friends and I borrowed a projector and projected it on the wall of the venue where we do the wrestling show. Oh man, that's super sweet. What a what a classic movie that I haven't seen. Yeah, but it's relevant to what we're doing today because we're going to be messing with the best or dying like the rest. But that's later. <laughs> um, it is it is super aligned with our anarchist uh, po- political philosophies on this podcast. Though. Yeah, it's true. Uh, we got to just break into all the com- companies and uh, take all their money or whatever. I forget but what we happens. Also really have to have fun while we're doing yeah, it. Yeah, we have, we have to do it on important. rollerblades is the thing. We have <laughs> yeah, to do it on rollerblades with as much neon as we can get our hands on. If anyone's having a bad time, we're not doing it right. Yeah. We're not hacking right. Yeah if, yeah, if you have a bad time hacking, you're hacking wrong. That's the truth. Oh, but speaking of uh, good times, which is, was that a good transition? It wasn't. It uh, might be, depending on what we're talking about. <laughs> I have been having a really good time this week, Lux, uh, with The Division 2. Ooh, yeah. I've heard from you that that game is pretty good <laughs> it is really sweet i was really sometimes when you buy a game like you kind of feel like a schmuck for spending the money on it and like especially like this game I was really hesitant about it it's just like a military shooter uh but it's actually like so much fun it's just like really good right like right out of the gate like five minutes in you're playing in the world and you're questing and it's like the world is like fun to go around in it's like this apocalyptic dc um and and so far i've been having a blast uh it's really fun to play with other people uh so it's like a really great online co-op game uh it reminds me of like those like those fun like times i used to have in destiny uh it's really great okay here's a question so knowing me and knowing that i hate these kind of games right. especially mm-hmm. hate games of the american military in particular yeah um, <laughs> why would i want to do this okay so uh, a, it's like yes, it is very America because you your your headquarters is in the White House, like the abandoned, like destroyed White House, uh, and you can like upgrade the White House over time. But the story is so vague, uh, and the but the world is so interestingly populated with moments that you kind of like you kind of put your own narrative on it. Like it's vague enough to where like you just kind of like add whatever narrative you want because the world's so fun to explore and so like alive despite like how the lack of story and then part two i know me and you kind of share this uh, we don't like certain games where it's like the shooting is just too realistic and bloody yeah. this game is like very fun it's like all the enemies are like kind of more cartoony in terms of like how they attack you and it's all just numbers popping up when you shoot them that are like really satisfying like borderlands or like destiny so it's like it's not as like ugh, like realistic i think uh, but it's still very fun okay um that I can probably get into maybe a little bit. But Here's, the best part is that you can play rock, paper, scissors with other people in your party, which is incredible. Oh, that's really good because that's a really good decision making system that I abide by in real life. <laughs> um, okay, what well, have you been playing this week? Well, I've been playing Heroes of Might Magic 3 again because I just haven't had time to buy a new game yet. It's really fun. It's great. But what I want to talk about is something a little bit different, which is that you got something to answer for because we were friends in Texas for several years and you never told me about Bucky's Beaver Nuggets. What? Bucky's Beaver Nuggets? 
the Texan snack of all time that no one told me about until like this weekend. I'm not from Texas. We lived there like the same amount of time. Yeah, but you were there before I was there, I think. Okay, well, I don't know what this is. Okay, they're like giant corn pops covered in sugar. And I just had this real beef with the world <laughs> for no one telling. I've lived here for five years. This is at the popular gas station, right? Bucky's. Bucky's? Yeah, the, tex- the local yeah. Texas gas station Bucky's uh, with their funny beaver mascot. And yeah. no one told me, even though I love cereal... That okay. These, I thought this was, I, you know, you're not the only one I'm mad at. I'm mad at all of them. You, the, our, our friends, the Dumeg twins, a uh, friend of the podcast, Ben Burford, and Patrick, everyone. I'm mad at everyone for not telling me about this. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I think. This has been my main thing for a couple days, has been these snacks. <laughs> okay. Well, that's that's enough to spend a week on, I think. That's like, that's, well, that's, that's that a full here, life. Between that and here is my magic. I mean, what else do you need? I actually can't. I can't even take you seriously right now, Lux, because the real thing I want to say is you're wearing an Overwatch jersey right now. What, uh, we talked about this in the podcast la- uh, last week, uh, but you're you're wearing the oh. slime jersey. Yeah. So the guy, the player whose jersey I'm wearing, plays for the uh, Vancouver Titans, and his name is Slime. We'll have to put a picture on the Instagram. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll gram it. But it's a it's a it's a pretty comfortable jersey. I'm glad it doesn't. It, it's it, nice to wear. It looks it looks really comfy. Like I think I might have to get one. Yeah, it wicks my sweat off, according to the ad. The the character the one that I would get I would get uh, this kid named Fusions who's on Boston Uprising because uh, when I watched him at the esports tournament he was just yelling at his teammates the entire time. It was very funny to watch. Um, yeah, that's. It sounds like a good like soul match for you. <laughs> but but speaking of soul matches, we have we have quite the soul match for this podcast. We have an excellent guest this week. He is a funny man. He's an excellent video maker. He's a sketch comedian. He's on the team Thunderdog. Welcome to the podcast, Derek Scully. Hi, hi, hi. It's yeah, me. Hello, Derek. Welcome to the yeah, show, man. Thanks for coming. Table and welcome to the Game Boys Lounge. Happy to be in the lounge. <laughs> oh, man. Derek, welcome. Games. You play them? Uh, yeah. From time to time, I like me a good old game. We were talking earlier. He's a. It's about kind of related to the game you picked this week. Uh, he's a bit of a hacker himself. He's got a PC and guess get this, Lux. It's a PC and a Mac. Oh, you got some kind of uh, some kind of partition situation. Yeah, it's yes. a it's a dual boot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a Mac hard drive and I've got a PC hard drive. I can choose which one I want to boot into, and the PC one, Whoa. like the the uh, the like Hackintosh half of it, is I use for video editing primarily, and that's like my main drive. Slightly bigger hard drive than the PC one, and the PC one that's like game mode. That's yeah. like I boot up into that one exclusively mm-hmm. if I'm like. Time to game. Boom. Black lights, sunglasses indoors, time to game. Minus the sunglasses. Yeah, that is how it goes. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, well, are, you, are, are you playing any games currently right now? Anything that's been up your alley? So the game I've been playing most frequently lately is uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, mm-hmm. the second Star Wars Battlefront 2. Sure. And I really, really don't like it. Yeah. Uh, it's no good, that, it's that, no good, folks. That's what I've heard. I like, but I've, but, but it's, but it's Star Wars, and that's what keeps me oh, coming back because yeah, I love Star Wars you. enough to be like, yeah. maybe one day I'll like this game. Yeah. I hear you, man. Uh, cause I, I'll say I really like the like Starfighter part of it, like that, like flying around in a ship, like, 
blown up X wings, blown yeah. up Tie fighters. Like, did you guys ever play Jedi Starfighter, which was like for the GameCube? I think no, it was a game solely in the Star Wars universe, but only in through pilots in space and like on planets, and it was all just like like space warfare. Yeah, that was great. I played Rogue Squadron, which was all. Flight. I played Rogue Squadron that was all too. Some stuff. Is that what it was? Well, you never got in Rogue Squadron. You never get out of the of the ship. Like you're only ever in the ship. Hmm. Okay. Um. So it sounds a little different, but yeah, I'm, I don't get why there aren't just like a million Star Wars flight sim games. Like that seems like the obvious thing to do is just like, oh, you're flying an A wing. Go shoot this alien. Like dodge the asteroid. Like for a hundred hours and play it tomorrow. Like, yeah, and let and let me be the space worm. Yeah, and Griffin can be the space worm. Just <laughs> yellow planes flying or ships flying by. Just things going by. Yeah, just be like, stop, hey, get over, hey, come in my, get in my cavern. It's safe in here. <laughs> that uh, space worm was a really nice guy for most of that scene. Yeah. Like yeah, the worm plays it mostly chill, and then ooh, they cross him, and it gets nasty. Yeah, like like yeah, they they fired a laser in, in his, his stomach. Yeah, yeah. like. Yeah, that's not chill. Justice yeah. for space worm. Yeah, that's true. We got. I think you do bring up a good point, though. That's a, we all just we hunger to exist in the Star Wars universe more. So we we really accept a lot of bullshit from like the video games that come out, mm-hmm. and we're we're really just dying for good ones. Do you guys think the future of Star Wars games is bright right now? I know right on the horizon we are actually promised a new game from Respawn makers of Titanfall that's set in the Star Wars universe that's supposed to come out at the end of this year. That might be like a shooter type Call of Duty. It's from the makers of Call of Duty, but it's a Star Wars universe game. I'm in. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We don't care. <laughs> this is my thing, man. I, I don't know. Like, I'll probably play that unless it's like expensive. Um, yeah. Because like until they start making cooler Star Wars shit, like I don't know. I love Star Wars, man. I love all those movies. I even kind of like the prequels. They're fun. But like these games are so repetitive and so boring and so not the cool parts of Star Wars. They're like, you know what's cool about Star Wars? Uh, old people fighting with fake laser swords and like yelling at each other. But that's not what's cool about Star Wars. What's cool about Star Wars is like spaceships and worm people and like salacious B. Crumb and like the Max Rebo band. Like that's what I like about Star Wars. <laughs> and like none of that shit makes it into the games at all. I want like, yeah. I just want like a flight sim or some shit. I want a rock band version of oh. that Tatooine <laughs> band. Oh God. Yeah. If they just called it. Like, I mean, it would be called jizz band um, because that's the genre of music they play. Um, yeah, George Lucas, really great guy coming up with that music genre, jizz. Cool choice. You, you know he wrote all of the prequels like in his room with his pants off in his boxers. Like, no pants the entire time. Yeah, no. I mean, you know, most of them he's made in the edit. I don't even know how much of like the directing he did with his pants on. Um, <laughs> but okay, so enough shitting on George Lucas and my complaints about Star Wars. Uh, Derek, what? how did you start to be a gaming man? Uh, I don't know if I am a gaming man. I... Like I always wanted to be. I think I'm. I'm the most. I'm the most gaming. Uh, I'm the most gaming man that I've ever been. Uh, but yeah, like for the longest time, uh, my relationship to video games was a lot like my relationship to weed. Like I never owned any of the equipment I needed to like really be involved. You didn't inhale to really be into it. No, I would inhale, but like <laughs> I would always like it was it was friends. Yeah. Like I would play friends video games sure. on friends consoles uh-huh. and smoke their weed. Yeah. Uh, that was and, a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was great. Um and then uh I guess it was about a year ago now, I uh like 
I'm a video editor uh, by profession, and uh, I really wanted I wanted to get like a, a powerful editing machine, and so I got to uh, I I like was looking around like what's the most uh, cost effective way I can do this. And I was looking for like uh, a Hackintosh because that was the way I could get the most power for my money in a machine. Uh, for those so, who don't so know, you went on the black market, <laughs> yeah. spent 10 <laughs> bitcoins. So you went on the dark web, threw some crypto around on the Silk Road. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm wanted in three countries now. Yeah. Yeah, an unmarked Tesla appeared at your house and dropped off a package. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, so I like, I saw, uh, I saw a Hackintosh go up for sale on Craigslist because I had a Craigslist alert for that. It was like it was initially a thousand, then like the price dropped to eight hundred, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna drive to Englewood right now and buy this computer from this guy who does not know what he has, I guess, because uh, like it's definitely it's thirty two gigs of RAM. It's definitely worth more than eight hundred dollars. Uh, and so yeah, went down there, got it. Um, the computer also had a Windows license built into it that like. Uh, the guy had like gotten rid of, but I figured out how to put it back and like repartition this thing to dual boot. Hacked again. And, uh, and so then I was like, okay, now I have a gaming PC. And I like, that's not what I set out to do, but like, it's a great byproduct. And now you're part uh, of the Lizard Squad or whatever <laughs> the group is called. The what? The Lizard Squad? Oh, the fucking Beto O'Rourke's one? No, there's there's a squad of hackers. Maybe this is like a, a dated reference now, but like there was a squad called like Lizard Team or something, and they were like they were like a international uh, dope hacker elite squad. Never heard of them, but I bet they're real. That's why I've never heard of them. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's how. That's how you know. They Sorry, kept... I'm blowing up your spot, Lizard Squad. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're coming for you, dude. <laughs> I'm not part of the wizard squad, I want to say for the record, but if I was, I couldn't tell you. I do have a question just for just for all of us that it's like, where is anonymous right now? Like the hacking people. I feel like they were like really more prevalent a couple of years ago. Like they're making YouTube clips all the time. Like, uh, are they still a thing? You guys think? And I'm sure they're are around. Are you part of Anonymous? Uh, I'm not. I'm sure they're around. I think everyone just kind of realized they were like more goofy than cool. Yeah. And yeah. once that happens, ooh, buddy. <laughs> Tough times. Yeah, I guess. I feel like they were just like college friends who like graduated and now they don't talk as much anymore. Yeah. Like the like Anonymous was just like some friends play in Call of Duty in like their dorm room and then like or even they just moved out of the dorms and went to college apartments and like one of them joined like the lacrosse team and yeah they just they don't talk much anymore <laughs> that's my theory on what happened to Anonymous they all did that but then the FBI also sniped all of them immediately after that <laughs> I mean look you're gonna get sniped if you're hacking um okay well here's a question because we haven't had a lot of like late in life gamer folks on the on the pod before what was like the for when you decided that like oh I got this gaming PC I'm gonna fuck around with it what was like the first game you plugged into that bad dog? Uh, <laughs> hmm, good question. Uh, oh man, I'm whoa. I'm not sure. Uh, first the first game. Oh, okay, it was Rocket League. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That checks out. No, because I like yeah I loved playing Rocket League on like my roommate Taylor's Xbox, <laughs> and uh, I was like okay now I can have this. All the time. And now I can all the time knock a ball around with a, with a rocket car. Uh, and yeah, then I played Rocket League way too much for about two weeks. And then I was like, oh, okay. 
I guess I can play other games now too. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like the transition to like slowly becoming a gaming guy. It's just like playing one game a lot and being like, wait a second. I like There's Rocket League because no one knows what they're doing. It's just chaos. Yeah, Rocket League is very fun. It's fun because like you'll fuck up and do something really cool and feel great about it. Then you'll do all the right stuff and somehow blow it and feel terrible. And it's like a weird <laughs> dissonance that I'm into. Um, we should talk about the game that you brought, but before that, I want to talk about a game, a game that I found oh, today. Jesus. Okay, yeah, we. I have to pull this up for you, Derek. Yeah, this you is... should pull it up because this is very good. A um, a weird <laughs> uh, conservative uh, group of conservative people have made a card game called Lib Cards, and oh they the rules don't make any sense. The and rules the, are confusing. The yes. rules are very confusing. Um, uh, okay, so there's one right here called Trigger Happy. Uh, so it's all it says Warrior card. Uh, the effect of the card is the warrior of your choice gets triggered. That warrior may not attack or use any abilities <laughs> until it is placed into a safe space. So that, that gives Christ. you a good sense of like what kind of uh, of what kind <laughs> of like tone they're going for. Here's their copy on what the game is. Campus chaos. Your campus is in an uproar. Your rivals from another campus have challenged your spot as number one in the nation for groundbreaking social justice. Get your soy levels up high before you get humiliated beyond recovery. Show your enemies you'll even get tired of winning. Um... It's insane. This game, I, Griffin, I really think what we should do is like is uh, tell them we have a podcast and we want to play test their game and talk about it as they give it to us for free. Dude, I think we should get them on and have them, yeah, really explain. Uh, but because this is this is really conservative comedy at its finest. <laughs> you know, like people say, there's no funny conservatives, and I say nay. Uh, we've got uh, uh, probably like an eighty nine ninety nine pack of uh, lib cards here. Well, like, that's another say, confusing thing about the site. How much does it cost? It, we have to find how much it costs. It says fifty four dollars a pack or fifty four cards in a pack, but there are only thirty five cards in the card list. Okay, well, it says a starter deck is only nine dollars, and then uh, a trigonometry trigger pack <laughs> is three fifty six. Uh, so yeah, I think we I think we get, we definitely can't give them even a penny, but we should definitely email them and ask them. Yeah, maybe. I, I want to try to requisition this in some kind of free way. Derek, do you have any thoughts on lib cards? Oh man, are you gonna pre-order the set? Uh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> probably, it's like wow. It's just these guys. Uh, they never had to grow up. They're the they're like Peter Pan. They like. They just decided we don't need to grow up or mature. We're gonna be this way forever. That's it so is kind of beautiful. I feel like as a child, if you're a big nerd like I was, if someone was like, "We're gonna make a magic card that says you suck," I would have been so hurt by it. Yeah, and like this is effectively <laughs> like a DIY version of that. Yeah, but I think it's like there's like a whole there's a whole biz like there's a whole industry about like owning the libs, uh, and it's now exciting that it's gotten so big that it's dipping into games. Right, and the, I wonder, there's a, an owning the libs TCG is very yeah uh, yeah. So it's like I wonder what is next. Like, are there going to be like owning the libs microtransactions where like some turned up dudes like spend hundreds of dollars to just like get some like skin that has like liberal tears on it or something. Oh, well, they made like, like, a, like a Simpsons tap out game that's just about like, yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's definitely it's in the works, I imagine. Seeing a lib coin currency. Yeah, oh, exactly. Oh, yes. No, 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 the currency is jars of liberal tears. That is, that is the currency. Yeah. 
Yeah. Man, sometimes the people make the stupidest shit in the world. I fucking love it. Uh, it's one of those things where it makes me laugh a lot, and then I'm instantly bummed out. So let's talk about something else. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The present is making me sad, Griffin. So let's yeah. go to the past and get a little bit of history. Let's go deep into the past, and I'm talking five to six years ago. Whoa. Watchdogs, stylized as watch underscore dogs, <laughs> is an action-adventure <laughs> video game developed by Ubisoft and released worldwide on May 27, 2014, as one of the first games to launch for the next-gen consoles PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. An attempt to pull from the current zeitgeist of hackers and their influence on the world and politics, Watch Dogs puts you in the shoes of a righteous hacker, set to take back the city from corporations with the power of hacking. Unfortunately, lackluster gameplay, bad shooting, and truly dogshit car driving mechanics led the Watchdog to fail in delivering a next-gen game. Your average video game studio would chalk it up to can't win them all and move on, but not Ubisoft. They immediately doubled down, promising they could make a sequel that wouldn't suck. Watch Dogs 2 was released in 2016 with an all-new cast of characters, locations, and mechanics. Was this sequel a worthy enough redemption to hack the original out of our memories? To quote Anonymous, the real-world hackers that inspired the franchise, we do not forgive. We do not forget. Expect us. This week, it's Watch Dogs 2. <laughs> hey, expect us. We'll be there at 7. We're bringing chips. Expect us. <laughs> um, sounds like an RSVP to a Super Bowl party. Um, <laughs> Did you write that? That was great. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> no, 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 they wrote that. The Anonymous thing, that's all them. Oh, cool. Um, the so, why? I mean, I guess part of why this game is that it turns out you're a real life lead hackzor. But is there another reason why this <laughs> yeah. game uh, came in the mix? Uh, yeah. So uh, you, Griffin, asked like you know, pick a game that you have some sort of connection to or like had a strong reaction to. Uh, and so the story of like Watch Dogs for me was I like uh, it starts at E3, uh, circa 2013, I think. Uh, maybe 2012, I was still in college, and uh, they put out this, like, walkthrough gameplay thing. They announced uh, it in 2012 and E3. 2012 for, yeah, oh, for Watch Dogs, the original, and it was it was beautiful. Yeah. It was a beautiful video. The graphics were insane. Mm -hmm. uh, it looked like it looked like a really cool game, uh, and I remember watching it with my friend Ian in our apartment and thinking, like, this is going to revolutionize games. That classic E3 bait-and-switch trailer, baby. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Well, good mm. for one of those every year. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then, yeah, and then, like, uh, I was excited to play it. I was, like, going to rent it or play it, like, somehow on, uh, like, somebody's Xbox in the apartment. And then they delayed the launch and said, uh, like, oh, we're not quite ready because, like, we fucked up and uh so we like so yeah i was like okay well i guess i'll never get to play this uh and then like ended up playing it like years later in like 2016 2017 um because it was on like the xbox gold pass uh on my roommate taylor's uh xbox so i like played a little bit of on the little bit of it on there and was like wow these graphics are terrible these uh driving mechanics are dog shit uh <laughs> 
like, and the story is just cuckoo bananas. And also very uh, self-serious. Like, yeah, very, yeah. Like, kind of, like, bland, serious. Took itself also, very seriously. Kind of like the the lead character, Adrian Pierce, was kind of this, like, Batman-y, like, vigilante, like, gruff-talking guy who, like, lost lost my family. Yeah, yeah. Like, he uh, just keeps on going up to, like, the only female character in the game being like, how is your daughter? Like, is she <laughs> doing okay? Like, it's just like, okay. And it's like, yeah. that game made me so angry because it was a game that was ostensibly about hacking but every major sort of set piece resolves neither a car chase or a shootout Mm -hmm. yes and it's like well then this game isn't really about how you solve problems with hacking this is how you use hacking to get to shooting guys which is like not a story i'm interested in at all right and that's also the fundamental conflict of this franchise is this franchise like doesn't know if it wants to be a shooter or if it wants to do something like way more abstract and like less like mainstream sellable and like that seems like always butting heads in the first one and even in the second one a little bit still too yeah, I think yeah the second yeah. one does have a much clearer sense of where it wants to be there than the first one does yeah. i'll say that like the, the thing i was just describing like the second one you can finish missions just like sitting outside hacking and then like walking into a building and like taking something because like you've disengaged the cameras and caused a car crash and like started a gang war and so everyone's too busy dealing with all that to like notice like some rando and like a weird hat go inside and like steal their files right. so and that's let's super talk rips. about let's talk about the story baby what's wow. the story of this hacking game because the second one feels like a little more upbeat a little more like goofy right uh, well, I do. I do want to just say, like, why I chose Watch Dogs Two over Watch Dogs. Oh, sure. Uh, because uh, my what happened with Watch Dogs Two was Thanksgiving. Uh, my friends' giving plans fell through. All my roommates were out of town. Uh, so I like went home and was like, you know what? I'm just gonna get high eat a pizza and I'm going to buy Watch Dogs 2 because it's on sale and I played like all of Watch Dogs 2 like on Thanksgiving. Hell yeah. Uh, it was, and it was great. It was you a great day. I played, I if not the whole thing, most of it and then I like may have finished up the game the next day. Uh, but yeah, like, uh, I like just I binged it. I binged a video game. Hell yeah. Uh, and it was like not, I didn't love the game but like but uh, it was a great Thanksgiving, and that's why I chose it. But anyways, yeah, to the story. Like, yeah, because, no, but I've actually yeah also like like binged a game, and that's kind of like its own special relationship and like ride to it in a certain way. Um, and there's oh, yeah. definitely like games where you're like, ugh, like I need to finish this game. I don't. I'm like not having fun anymore, but I'm so close to finishing it. I gotta like finish this motherfucker. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, what is the story of this game? The story is, uh, so the Bloom Company, uh, has created this thing called CTOS, City Operating System, I guess. Sure. Uh, an evil corporation. It's like yeah. an evil infiltrating, like, in, you know. Yeah, war. inspired by our real life, you know, uh, information stealing corporations that are just all up in our business, mm-hmm. trying to find out more about us so they can market things to us. Um, but it's like this in this game, it's taking that to like, you know, another level of like, of evil um they definitely go after silicon valley in this one they That's like do. a big target it's set in san francisco so they're kind of going after all these like tech guys and stuff yeah and there's like there's you know uh 
the off-brand versions of like Facebook, which I think is called Invite. SpaceX is Galilei. I never quite got the pronunciation on that right. Uh, and then like the and the CEO Noodle, which is very good. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> the and the big bad is uh, the like the CTO, not the CEO, the CTO of Bloom, uh, and he's like. Yeah, just kind of this cartoonishly bad guy who like does yoga and like, but he's he's like he does yoga, but he's also an asshole, <laughs> and he's uh yeah he's mean to people, and so you're like okay, well he's bad, and yeah. I guess we should we gotta we gotta take him down. Anyone who does yoga needs to be canceled immediately. Yeah, See, I like, <laughs> this, that's part. Of the, what you described is kind of why I like this one so much better than the first one. The first one I fucking hated. Yeah. Um, Me too. Yeah. I hate Batman and I especially hate things <laughs> that aspire to be Batman. Um, but this was much better because it it was much more related to like how like computers actually affect the world. Like putting a hacking game in Chicago like the first one did is some bullshit idiot nonsense. Like it has to be in San Francisco or you're fucking insane. <laughs> but um, Batman. What? But Batman. But yeah. Batman. Yeah. Well, Batman. For, well, Batman's in Gotham City's New York. It doesn't matter. I don't want to talk about Batman. <laughs> um, I'll just get angry. Um, but like putting in San Francisco so smart, like making it, like you said, sort of more, a little more like light than the other one was, tying it to real companies and like engaging with like how technology actually interacts in the world makes the function of the game, the hacking should actually feel important and cool and like relatable and not just like a tool in your Batman belt. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that that's like that's it makes it for a much, much better game experience when like your game feels like it's about the thing that you're doing and not you're doing a thing about something totally different. Mm-hmm. Well, then let's just get down to that hacking, baby. How does it feel to hack in this game? How do them how do the sticks feel? It's like so it's fun, uh, but I think it reaches a point of diminishing returns mm-hmm. uh, because like eventually you just kind of get bored of like looking through a camera, like, hacking this box. Because, it, like, it turns into basically just, like, a puzzle game uh, of, like, you know, okay, I've got to hack this thing to make this happen and then do this and then sneak around this corner and then I steal the codes. Yeah. Uh, the so launch You can codes. only really, like, hack a computer or a camera so many times before it becomes kind of boring. Yeah. Uh, and so then, like, but you can also, and this is what we were talking about earlier, you can also, like, uh, like shoot people and cause, like, a bunch of chaos. Um, the thing that always, like, bugged me about this game is, like, there's, uh, you know, you're in this, like, you know, anonymous, like, themed group of, like, uh, like, young people who are, like, yeah, trying to, like, change the world through their hacktivism. One dude uh, wears a mask the entire time. He does, yeah. <laughs> and it, like, it, it's like a digital mask. It's very strange. <laughs> Everyone calls um, him the cool guy. <laughs> and he has, that character's name is Wrench, and he has a very emotional scene where, like, they want to use this, like, robot that he is called has called wrench jr they want to use wrench jr to like uh infiltrate a company and like like use him as like an emp bomb and wrench like loses his goddamn mind because yeah dude see that's what i like (laughs) i like people inexplicably defensive of their non-sentient children but i don't know like i don't know if they're like fully nailing like the ceiling like are they still they're still kind of serious right yeah they are like like they don't really fully indulge in i think what it needs to be yeah it's like it could be 
I think like I think the the villain like being kind of cartoonish and silly is like that's great and I wish that that was more of a theme throughout the entire game yeah. because there are like really heavy or moments moments that are supposed to be really heavy. Yeah, we talked about this death scene. Yeah, there's like a really dramatic death scene for a character named Horatio who I like to I had to kind of like refresh myself on a lot of this game uh and like i had completely forgotten like the role horatio played in this so like (laughs) clearly he wasn't a big deal character uh at all but like i just was like watching like game uh gameplay and cutscenes to like remember this game i was like oh yeah that guy was there and we spent a good chunk of the game mourning him (laughs) (laughs) mourning is like Uh, a good activity to put in your game i think I think that's every game should have a little bit more mourning in it. Press yeah. press X to mourn. Yeah, yeah. right. It's, yeah, that famous GIF. <laughs> what game was that from? Uh, that was uh, Call Uncharted? of Duty, right? Oh, Call of Duty. Okay. Wait, what are you talking about? Like press F to pay respects. There was like there was like one where it's like yeah, like press a key to like yeah to mourn at the graveyard. Or yeah, whatever. it was just epic. Oh man, it'd be great if you had to not just press X but like tap it, like, repeatedly, <laughs> like maintain a meter of crying, <laughs> or you're just gonna like not cry, right? Yeah, you gotta really want it if you're gonna cry. That's the thing about crying. <laughs> yeah, so you don't, crying, it, it turns into stealth because you don't want like the the groundskeeper to see you. <laughs> you're just designing an entire game. That's <laughs> all right. Um, this game is called Grown Man Cries. So well, one thing I want to talk about is Ubisoft is known for like just doing all sorts of garbage, like just like making big maps just littered with junk, just like kind of creating like worlds that are kind of just like bland and run of the mill and like feeling the same. These are the guys that make the Assassin's Creed games that mm-hmm. kind of do a lot of copy pasting with their games. Um, like, does this world feel like fun to exist and like live in? Uh, sometimes there are like a, a lot of it is just like copied from Assassin's Creed. Like they just, I feel like they just copied code over um, because like in Assassin's Creed, there are like those areas that are blocked off. It's like this, you know, this area is restricted or something. Sure. And then like if the guards see you, they'll yeah. attack you. Um, but this game is set in San Francisco. So it doesn't make a ton of sense to have like a, quote restricted area where like if someone sees you in it like they'll they'll just shoot you on (laughs) sight don't walk down that street in san francisco it's like if like i like i remember going up to like the top of this hill like this just like a beautiful Uh hill for hike like with hiking trails um and a sign that says like welcome to silicon valley (laughs) and like going up to the top of this hill like to this outlook uh, and it's it's a restricted area that's apparently run by a gang, and they're like, "What are you doing here?" And they just start shooting at you. Uh, and there yeah, are those like so often when I hike, <laughs> a very it's normal. The worst. That's a normal hiking occurrence for me. Also, hiking a thing I normally and often do. <laughs> yeah, that, that's more unrealistic for you, Lux. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> than encountering a mob. <laughs> yeah, the odds of me going hiking and anyone else hiking running into the mob are about the same. Uh, uh, I fear the sun. <laughs> uh, yeah, I also thought it was weird how like you would hack a computer and then dive into a bale a bale of hay. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was like a weird copy paste from the Assassins franchise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, the, the, so like the main thing is like the ha- so there are cool hacking stuff in this game. It's like it's cool that you can like hack a boat and have it like come over to you and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so they do to try to keep it 
kind of more varied than the last game. But then there's just like kind of like you're always kind of relegated back to like shooting. And your character, his name is Marcus, right? Yeah. He's like such a funny kind of goofy character. And it just like narratively doesn't resonate with me when he just starts like blasting lots of people. Yeah, that's 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 exactly like my main issue with the game is like they yeah, they're like this fun group of like kids basically who meet in the back of a comic shop uh, about like, you know, like, oh, these like terrible people are doing these terrible things with our personal information. And then they go out and commit murder yeah, it's <laughs> in the, mass. It's kind of like the Uncharted uh, 4 problem that I was talking about, where it's like Nathan Drake's like, uh, like kills like 150 dudes. And then is like, honey, I can't talk right now. <laughs> it's just like, and just like narratively that just like feels strange and feels like there's like, they're like combating ideas and like, they're too scared to make like a goofy game. That's just hacking. Cause mm-hmm. it wouldn't sell as well to their, they're like Ubisoft bottom line. But I think One thing this game did make it. So in a lot of cases you can just use hacking, like you can play this as just hacking for the most part and minimize yeah. the shooting and stuff. If you like, they, they make it clear that's not like the game sanctioned designed way to do it but the game does give you the capacity to do that because like you can do things like change people's criminal records so the cops are after them and like you can direct the cops to go to a place where those people are and then like it creates a whole situation and you know whatever um and that's it really does. cool but it is very true that that's not the way that the game is presented to anyone or like that's not the natural course of the game like you have to make that happen yeah. it also makes the game much more difficult if you choose to play that way yeah much uh, much harder <laughs> Like it's it's almost impossible on like especially the later missions to like not harm anyone. Like the one thing that this game did that like I guess gives it kind of a scapegoat like or uh yeah it's it's like uh they give you a stun gun that you start with and you always have this stun gun with unlimited stun bullets and uh so like you can just like stun people like if you're trying to break into a place you could just. Like if you're, I mean, it's it's much more difficult, but you can just stun everybody, and then they'll just like go to sleep for a little bit, and like you'll see like these like three Z's next to them, just like say like, oh, this person's just sleeping, <laughs> and then they'll wake up like after a certain amount of time, and so like it can be fun to like try to get done, you know, before the person wakes up and starts looking for you because they're like they remember getting stunned, but that like that uh excuse kind of falls apart because like if that does not happen if you melee someone if you just like if someone's behind like in front of you and you're behind them and you like uh melee them they do die they don't there are no z's you can loot them they're dead (laughs) (laughs) classic sign of deadness lootability yeah Um, (laughs) no but it's super it's super duper true that like the cutscenes and a lot of the like inner non-interactive parts of this game are presented almost as though you're playing a game where you don't ever use guns or shoot people. And yeah. then the gameplay parts of this game are like, remember to use your gun to shoot a guy, um, yeah. <laughs> which is right. like a really dissonant and like ludologically problematic position. And then here's the last thing that I'll just say about like these, this franchise in general is I just still think that like, we don't live in a present day where like hacking is still that cool or that meaningful in a physical world like i think like a cool hacking game would be set in the future where you could hack the walls and you could like where everything's electronic so it's like if you want to do that hacking shooter game i feel like it needs to be like not set in the present day because then we're just gonna be hopping from camera to camera and doing kind of basic stuff well i mean city os does give you a lot of options like hack cars and vehicles and like 
people's records and stuff. Like, yeah. I think that you could do it in the present. I mean, obviously, obviously the farther in the future you put it, like the more hackable shit there will be just by like the logical, like Moore's law kind of stuff. But I think you could do a present day one if the hacking was like more the focus of the game. Like, you know, they, they do have a lot of cool options and ways to solve puzzles with the hacking. They just don't really make it like, remember, you can do this to solve the puzzle. They're just like, hey, can you shoot a couple guys, steal their files, whatever. <laughs> um, and yeah, I know. I mean, I totally agree. That, like the more hack, the more hacking, the better. And the only way to really sell this game is either to like make that the main thing, the present day or set in the future where like everything has to be hackable, like Deus Ex style or something. My favorite hack is like the, the vehicle hacks, because you like if you're being chased by the police, you can just like make a car swerve to the left or the right or backwards yeah. uh which like which i th- i think is cool because like you know then you can like send a police car into another car and get away and like, like yeah that's- visually that kind of stuff is cool they did they did work on the, the, the car driving a little bit it still doesn't feel super satisfying but like having cars swerve around you is really cool mm-hmm. on the hacking stuff i just like hacking uh people to start a game a gang war <laughs> yeah um <laughs> Which you can do because you can like yeah. hack the car to like crash two gang members into each other and they just start fighting or like you can hack people's criminal records so that like people think they're criminals, but they're not. Mm-hmm. And like that shit is crazy like that. Uh, I love that shit. Um, you can basically play burnout like this game is almost a kind of burnout in a certain kind of way where like you try to like make the biggest disaster possible by like hacking a couple small things. Right. And like that element of it's really fun. Like I said, I'm, I'm just stuck on that because I do think that's really fun. They're really ambitious to do it. And that's like, like super exciting to me. But it is sort of ultimately serving two masters in a way that makes it not as good as it really should have been. Mm-hmm. They can't decide if it wants to be a fun puzzle game or Grand Theft Auto. And unfortunately, we're going to have to decide what rating to give this game what? after this commercial break. Hey guys, it's Lux and Griffin here. Hey everyone. Uh, we're selling you a new product today, guys. There's a lot of mattresses out there. So, and there's a lot of mattress products, and there's a lot of mattress ads on podcasts. You know, Casper, Lisa, the other ones. Um, but we've got the ultimate mattress today. It's it's better than all of them because it's it's really insensitive. And yeah, <laughs> it is. I'm not super happy about who we're going to have to bring in to do this copy. Like, it's going to be very uncomfortable. But I guess we can. Um, I don't know. Does he go on to let him start? Yeah. Um, so we've, we've got Jar Jar Binks here selling a new mattress. Nisa, here to sell uh, the, the sleep thing. Uh, now, Jar Jar, <laughs> this mattress is undeniably great. It's the best sleep I've ever had. Uh, Super soft. I just don't know why every time I lay on it, it says Misa. It it's, uh, lulls you to sleep by making you forget your worries of the day by adding new worries. Now, uh, the worry that your mattress is talking to you in the voice of Jaja Binks. <laughs> yeah, it does. It is true. It's nice to go to bed thinking my mattress is a problematic representation of uh, just all kinds of people. Now, uh, you know, that's that's one aspect of Jar Jar. But the one part that uh, I want to talk to you, uh, Jar Jar, is you are technically a senator. Uh, and you <laughs> did provide in the, you presided in the Senate uh, during the genocide of all the Jedi. Uh and I just want to know uh, politically where you stand on all that. That's a whoopsie. <laughs> That's right, a my bad. Well, <laughs> I, I think I think he's uh, I think he feels regret, and I think we can all forgive him. It's been enough time. Uh, so that's promo code Game Boys. Get a Misa mattress. 
Uh, you'll get a discount. Yeah, you certainly will. <laughs> you sleep on a Misa mattress. I talk to you all about a genocide. Lux, we need to get some new advertisements. <laughs> All right, Internet, welcome back to the g g game Boy, 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 boys podcast. My name is Lux, and with me, as always, Griffin Davis. He's still your co-host, and your guest is still Derek Scully. And now we are still talking about Watch Dogs 2, but it's time for us to rate that game. Boys, girls, and friends beyond the binary. So here's how it works, Derek. We go around in a quick circle, giving our final thoughts about the game and a score on a scale of one to five joysticks. And because you are our guest, Common Courtesy dictates you go first. What you got? Okay, uh, I'm going to say... Final thoughts first. Final thoughts. Hmm? No, 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 I'm just reminding. I know, but you get you get very sensitive to this over time. You like have love to me, and we're all in harmony here. Hey, it looks like you it looks like you pulled the triggered card in the lib I deck. Did, I did <laughs> fully padlock conditioned me to like be like, no, I, I know I did it. Oh, dude, conservatives are so fucking funny. Okay, yeah. oh Sorry. my god, they're uh, roasting us so bad even right now. <laughs> okay, final thoughts. This game is a massive improvement on the original. Uh, does that make it a good game? I don't think so. Uh, but did it give me a fantastic Thanksgiving? Uh, just like it's the most fun I've ever had by myself. It's I, the perfect I think. binge game, I think, because you just want to bang it out and not think about it too much. Yeah, yeah. And like even the stuff that's bad, I still enjoy because like it's like, ah, that's silly. Let me get back into it. Like uh, even if the puzzle solving can get a little bit tedious uh and there are some like there's like you can go around and find like research points and there's this whole like skills tree system that's very confusing i don't like that um and some of the puzzles i'm pretty sure are unsolvable and my threshold for unsolvable is i can't solve them uh that's insanely relatable sentiment this game is broken so i'm gonna go speaking of speaking of broken games the first pocket for first episode uh zumbinis that game's broken anyway Mm, sorry okay well we can discuss I interrupted you. I got. I fucked your flow up, and that's all on me. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm gonna get right back into it with two and a half joysticks. <sighs> okay, Griff Dog, what you got? All right, guys. Um, you know, I'm just gonna go through it quick. I think the narrative pretty much sucks. Uh, I don't think it makes sense with the protagonist. Um, I think like it's like, is it a shooter game? Kind of. Is it a puzzle game? Kind of. The puzzles don't get to be that. If you're comparing it to other great puzzle games, like uh, the game I'm playing right now, The Witness, doesn't stand a toe-to-toe to that. So it's just kind of like splitting two different worlds and not really doing either of them that well. Um, it kind of feels like uh, it, like some people that might have gotten fired from Rockstar made this game. It just feels like a kind of like a, a like a, the Pepsi version of Grand Theft Auto, like to Grand Theft Auto's Coke. Um, but it does seem like a game that would be like totally worth it to play like for free in like a day and a half. It seems like that perfect game where it's like nothing about it is like so offensively unfun. That it's like it's worth it to hack a few things, maybe play 10 hours. Uh, so two out of five joysticks. Um, all right. I'm going to go a little higher because I really like a game that like at least tries or like aspires to like make a different kind of game. And there's like this cool puzzle, like trolley prankster game hidden inside of watchdogs that I really like. I mean, I'm not going to go much higher. I'm going to give it a three out of five. I just think that like the way you can set up these like cascading disasters by like setting up the right sequence of hacks is such a cool thing and should just be its own game totally by itself and depend on all this other bullshit. Um, but that shit's so good. And in some spots is so impressively like thought out and like mechanically interesting that I'm like that fucking rules to me. A lot of the other shit in this game sucks ass. Um, 
and a lot of it's just okay. But like just that like sort of those like open worldy parts where you're just like, I want to get into this building. So I'm going to hack the doors open and then I'm going to hack the security cameras to show robbers already being in there. And then I'm going to hack some cars to crash right outside and also hack it so that some of those guys in the cars have criminal records. The cops start fighting them. And then the people inside are going to run away because there's a fire and all the shit happening. I'm just going to go inside and like steal their money and leave. Like that's insanely cool. But at the same time, that's not an every all the time opportunity. And it's not the way the game wants you to play it. So like that sucks. So three out of five. Yeah. Also, you gave your you gave your rating first, and then did your final thoughts. Dunk. Check the tapes, Haley. Yeah. No. Six slam. That was never. That's never been the problem. Nailed you. Well, that is the problem. You're not supposed to sit here. Do you guys want me to leave and no. go yeah. back? Yeah. Can you just wait like a few seconds? No, I need you to stay here. Yeah. I need you to prove to everyone that Griffin's is trying to gotcha journalism me. Rewind the tapes, ladies and gentlemen. Right, uh, Griffin's doing some real gotcha journalism I also, here. But- uh, you know, I'm also a fan of updating scores, and I just forgot my biggest gripe with this game. You can't jump. You can't jump in this game. 1.5 out of 5 stars. Gotta jump in the video game. That's a great point. That's a really, That's a really, really point, great actually. point. Gotta jump. It's also a really like... It's not an intuitive way that you like hide behind things and climb over things like so many times playing this game. I got caught like I got shot because I couldn't properly like duck behind something. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a little update. All right. <laughs> okay. Very good. Um, <laughs> on that note, let's get into everybody's favorite segment. Main entirely out of segments. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen and friends by the binary. It's time for the segment segment. That's where mm-hmm. Griffin and I each provide our guests with new segments. We play these little stupid games that we made up. Griffin, what's your segment this week? All right. Welcome back to everyone's favorite segment. It's toxic or toxic. That's right. I'm going to give you guys video game news stories, and you're going to have to tell me if they're toxic, like uh, bad toxic, or toxic, like the Britney Spears song. Like good, I guess. <laughs> Which is a great slap banger of a of a track. Sure. Okay, new story number one. Uh, 343 embraces the recent outpouring of pizza with a Halo 5 skin that is a pizza assault rifle. Toxic or toxic? Um, I think that's bad toxic. Pizza is not a weapon. It's only for good. Uh, it needs to be quick, emotional responses. I'm going to say da, 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 da. toxic. Yeah. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Modern Warfare 4 refuses to have a battle royale mode. Uh, hmm. That's uh, toxic. It's, yeah, that's we're over, that's we're the, oversaturated yeah. with battle royale. Okay. Detective Peak. Detective Pikachu did screen tests with Danny DeVito as the titular character, but they eventually went with Ryan Reynolds instead. Bad toxic, bad toxic, bad, bad, bad toxic. Bad toxic, that's a terrible idea. Uh, The game Anthem is so broken this week that players have found ways to spam melees and ultimates to fundamentally break the game. Bad toxic, come on. And I think... That's a good toxic, because I think any time that you can just utterly break a game, you should do it. I think be nice to the game. It's trying to provide you... So why not send it straight to hell? I haven't... I can't comment on the game, because I haven't played it. I think it's a political revolution, what they're doing. Uh, Okay. Uh, (laughs) Gamers rise up. EA and Sony is skipping E3 this year. EA and Sony are? Mm -hmm. Huh. Bad toxic. Like, we got all this stuff. Oh, really? I'm saying... (laughs) Because uh, if you don't have games to show, don't just show me a bullshit like JPEG or like trailer with text. Like, don't... don't. If you don't have anything, don't don't come. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good point. I think that's legit. I'm tired of these like hype cycles. I'm tired of hearing about like Elder Scrolls, which will come out in 2025. You know, just like don't come then. And I kind of respect that. We have a podcast about video games. And so now we just have less content. That's true. uh, But this podcast shouldn't be made. (laughs) 
Okay. Last one. Yeah, true. Last one, guys. It's going to be an easy one. The Elder Scrolls has released an official cookbook from recipes in the game. Da, 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 da. Yeah, that's, yeah. Good. that's good, toxic. That's some good, toxic. I'd eat that food, please. All right, guys. Well, that was toxic or toxic. Um, all right, and now we're going to start pitching the past, and I'm going to need you guys to go back in time and talk to me, same accented man, William Gibson, famed author, inventor of cyberpunk, the science fiction genre about technology taking over our lives, and tell me, William Gibson, author of things like Neuromancer, Pattern Recognition, and certainly some other books, Johnny Mnemonic, that's one, uh, tell me why I should play Watch Dogs 2. Hmm... And remember, I wrote a book where there's a dolphin addicted to heroin who served in Vietnam. So that's a thing about me. That's true. Wait, so I have to tell you you should. Or not. Or why I shouldn't. I love hacking and computers, though. I've written a hmm. lot of books about them. But also why they're bad. The relationship, pretty ambiguous. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, like, you should play it. Like, play it a little bit. It's a fun time. It's like. Yeah, just uh, like don't don't uh, don't like take any time away from important stuff to do it. But like, I don't know, give it give it an afternoon. I would say I would say the perfect time for you specifically to play this game, William Gibson, is to abandon your family on Thanksgiving, get a bunch of weed and just plow through that baby. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's the best way to. Well, okay, keep this in mind. Um, I think that uh, the government is evil and also corporations. I think that's what I think. I'm skimming my own Wikipedia. Um, I feel like uh, I feel like I'm selling milk to a cow right now. <laughs> uh, it's like obviously you're gonna play this game, William, and I, I don't know why you're being so coy with us. Uh, I feel like you've got the pre-order in your pocket. You caught me, but I, I love secrets. Ah, I'm a I weird. got you. <laughs> yeah, you got me. I had it in my pocket the whole time. Yeah, I just love secrets. I, love, I write novels with mysteries in them. That's my whole deal. Um, I'm also uh, uh, surprised American dash Canadian. What you a world. You can hack the game boys, Gibson. Fuck you. All right. I'm sorry. That was my Canadian coming out. Anyway, I'm leaving. And Lux is back. Who sounds the same, but he doesn't say sorry. Oh, Anyways, wow. That was our segment pitch in the past. Not our best one. That was a pretty obscure reference. Um, but he writes great <laughs> books. Everyone should read but, it. But honestly, I don't know how you booked that guy. It's just still impressive. Yeah. Well, he's still alive. That's the craziest part. Um, usually I just use my summoning circle to bring ghosts. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, everyone should read Neuromancer. It's a great book. Anyways, this has been a great show. Speaking of things that are great and you, Derek, have been a great guest. Where can people find more of you if they want to, which I'm sure that they will. Oh man. Uh, well I have a Twitter handle. It's D E R E K underscore. S-C-U-L-L-Y. That's Derek underscore Scully. Uh, stylized much like watch underscore dogs. Oh, is. okay. Is that where you got the uh, idea? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did it first, but uh, like, I think I think I knew that it was coming. You know, I knew that was going to be the future. Then I'm a, I'm with uh, Thunderdog, as Griffin mentioned up top, uh, at the Pack Theater every fourth Sunday. Come see us do sketch comedy. Um... And uh, and I have a website, uh, DerekSkelly.com, uh, where I like have reels of me doing like acting stuff. So if you want to check that out, that's cool too. You know when you want to just kick back, pop open a brew, and watch some acting reels? Yeah, <laughs> I do that sometimes. I like to. Doesn't everybody do that? Thing. That's why I pay Wix money. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a true thing. I actually. Um, We'll search like specific famous monologues on YouTube and then search by reverse view count 
and watch like some <laughs> random guy like do the Joker monologue that has like twelve views. Whoa, that actually sounds lit. Yeah, it's fucking. That should be wild. a podcast. Yeah, you go into that part of YouTube, it's fucking lit down there, dude. It's nuts. <laughs> oh, dude, hack the planet. Some, oh yeah, you're hacking the planet. There's some weird <laughs> shit down there. Oh man. Well, uh, as for me, Lux, there's one thing that I want to plug today. Uh, it's uh, a new video from Dad's new apartment. You know, we do Game Boys every week, but uh, every Blood Moon. A dad's new apartment video is released, and that's probably every six to eight months. Should, I should make them more often, but there's a new one, so go check it out on YouTube or Facebook. Uh, give me all those shares, please, because that's all I have. That's really all I have. It's a good, it's a good video. It's a really oh good video. Thank you. I commented, "Love this." Whoa! On it, I shared so. it and called Griffin, which a, is which is like such a it's a brave thing to do. Yeah, you know, I didn't. I'll say I I'll say I didn't heart it. I just liked it. Sure. Uh, but I then I commented, love this. So it's kind of a conflicting message I sent. You really put yourself out there. And then also, yeah, you're playing me hot and cold, and which is going to keep me coming back for more. Um, <laughs> yeah, I shared it with the and I just referred to Griffin as a great grandpa. Uh, and I stand by that. Griffin is a great grandpa. Now, Are you saying he is a like grandpa's father or he is a like a top notch grandpa? Well, that I'm going to leave to the audience. <laughs> Uh, remember to check out the video, new video from Dad's new apartment, and also to check out at Game Boys Pod on Instagram and the Game Boys Pod on Twitter because we sometimes post stuff there. Check out me at ML Surfboard on Twitter and my videos at Wisecrack, and also remember to follow the Party World Wrestling Facebook page for cool stuff I make there and to learn updates about the show and all places you can see it and do it. And most importantly of all, sorry to for everything else that we've talked about, but remember to leave a five star rating and review on the iTunes page. It helps the show out a ton, and you get to hear someone your review on the. You know, on the show, which is what's going to happen right now when I which read is this now one. thousands of people listening. That's right, Army, give me a shout. Yes, get, Army, <laughs> give me a shout. The classic thing that people say every day. Um, uh, and then I gotta get better at rallying these fans. Yeah. All right, so we got. Um, here's one. This is uh, a review from Big Dogs Only, who says, Love this pod for gamers and casuals. Love this pod. It's great. Lux and Griffin are funny as hell. I think. It's H star star star. And they know what they are talking about. My favorite guest is Hunter Edwards. He was very funny and honestly, should be th- they should be the three hosts of this very funny pod. I think that might have been Hunter, actually, who left that. Right <laughs> <laughs> now that I actually read it. Um, didn't bet it. Just read the top one. But... <laughs> Please do that. It does help the show a lot, and they're really funny. And with that, we are done here. That's been our episode. My name is Lux. I'm your host. Your co-host is Griffin Davis. Your guest is Derek Scully. Your editor and occasional intervener into this podcast is Haley Clement. Your international music is by Matthew Morton, and your art is by Brittany Metz. Goodbye, Internet. We love you very much. Watch dogs, too. Watch dogs. Also? <laughs>